The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Next, he, just put on clothes. he is our intrepid. Say I, what? I did put I did put on clothes for the show. He just. Well, I mean, I put, oh, on, thanks. A, I put on a shirt. Like I'm not wearing <laughs> anything <laughs> else. No, oh, Jesus. So, well, listen. What what we did? There's a, there's a second no camera joke. under his desk for our OnlyFans. <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jay out here Winnie the Poohing it. <laughs> just got just a dirt. I'm like, damn, no thanks, Jay. I like you just ruined oh, the show. Yeah. He becomes the leader of China. <laughs> Next, the, the he is our. <laughs> Next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. That's right. The die is cast. <laughs> right. Lawrence, don't get it. Next. <laughs> I read it through. Whatever. Whatever. He's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. <laughs> I like that that fantastic form of Starbucks collabo. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's even rarer than those pink shit that people are stealing. Those Stanley cups. I don't Dude, know that what. That's so stupid. About. You never heard of that? Those Stanley, those like thermal cups that you know they used to be for construction workers, but then they started selling them for moms. I've got like a thousand of those that I get from work all the time. <laughs> That's yeah, the, the joint that was in the fire, and it was like the only thing that survived in that car fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but there's but, a pink Valentine uh, one. Mm-hmm. That, oh. like, it caused the whole thing at Starbucks and Target, and like people were fighting for oh. it in line. And, it's like but this year's Tickle Me Elmo. For adults. Listen, that... Yeah. That is not the circles I roll in. I don't know anything about that. I, <laughs> I, like, I, that was not on my radar at all. They've been real popular for like two years. And then out of nowhere, like uh, now it's just getting more and more. And I'm like, man, the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm happy okay. with my, you um, know, my plastic one. There it is. Uh, as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today. <laughs> thanks, Shay. <No. laughs> uh, oh, okay. thanks, Bo. No, no, yeah, yeah. Look, we're all here. We don't need no. They don't need to see me. You know. <laughs> Look, um, we are going to be talking to you all about the Superior Spider-Man Returns one shot 
as well as the Superior Spider-Man uh, series, number one, and who knows, possibly. There's no the. I don't know what the rest of y'all read. There's huh? no the. I know there's no the, but it's still the Superior Spider-Man series, right? It's just uncapitalized. You can't say the when you say it. Like, it sounds wrong. But I can't. I think I have to because I prefaced it with the Superior Spider-Man one-shot. And if I just say, and Superior Spider-Man series, like, I can say that grammatically, but that's not how that would work. Like, no, you know it, what I mean? That's, that is how it would work. Technically, you'd be like, if it was and any other. The series. The ongoing series. I could do that, yeah, and Superior Spider-Man, the ongoing series, but if if I put the the in front, like, if it was not Superior Spider-Man, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Like, <laughs> like it's not the, but I feel you, though, because you're right, like, the Superior Spider-Man Returns is the title of the other book. But if I'm talking about the next book, and I say the Superior Spider-Man series, that that's a thing. It's just not Joe's like, no. Joe's like, no. Okay, you know what? You're right, Jay. Sh shut down the show. Let's start over. My bad. No, <laughs> I ruined you it. Might, I didn't mean to. You might do it. Don't, don't tell them. The <laughs> guy is fast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we're also going to be talking to you all about uh, Wolverine number 41, which is the, the start of the Sabretooth War. Which is touted as the, the what is it, the most violent Wolverine story ever told, or something like that? I think that's yeah. what it said on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be talking to you all about that as well. And of course, whatever else is that you all want to talk about. So we got all that coming in just a bit. Um, yeah. So with that said, we'll oh, no, I did say we'll tell you how to get with it just a minute. But before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin. Because without him, this show would not exist. So thank you very much, Scott Rubin. Hope all is well with you. And uh, yeah, with that, let's have, let the intern do their thing. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. I agree. You know you want to. So join the party. Why not? Why not? Where we talk about articles and contractions and other forms of... So, anyway. Um, gentlemen, how, how's everybody doing? It's good to see you all. Joe's tired. Got it. <laughs> it's like when I was Oz, is, Oz is eh. Got it. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say, Mo? When I was driving home, I was like thinking about how much funnier it was when we only did audio. And when you would ask us questions that we didn't answer, like it was a lot funnier. A video, it's still <laughs> funny, but not as funny. Because <laughs> we're all, that's you know, true. Here, you ask a question and we're all just like, because. <laughs> 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 it's like you know, with the you know, with one the, of its classic. Oh, go ahead. It, in you know, in the audio only, you can't see us going like, 
Yeah. So. <laughs> right. It made. It I was fun. gonna say Mary Young with with the the classic gotcha questions. Right. How are y'all doing? They're like, man, who knew he was gonna ask such a thing? Um. Anyway, do what the do do what the intern says. Go to Fantastic Forum. Uh, dot live and join the conversation. Hit hit uh call in and you can be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum or you will take your comments directly out of chat, bringing them into the show. Uh, such as uh, Jay, insert insert a witty chat comment here for me, friend. Uh, Tiger Claw says you guys looking forward to playing the new Indiana Jones game. It's first person and comes out this year. Is it going to be on Steam? Have you all seen that game? No. All I saw was just the uh the like the Instagram like people reaction, but not like just a picture. Mm-hmm. Not, so not I didn't see it in motion. Is there okay. actual gameplay footage yet? Is it actually what? Is there actual gameplay footage yet? There is. That's mm-hmm. what I thought I saw, and it yeah. looked like it looked like the de the movie. So I'm like, are they showing me the movie? Or it's it- it's the same. It's the same. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it, it is good. it is a young indie. I did like that movie, so I'm okay if it looks like that. I think they said it takes place between uh supposed uh, like timeline wise. I think they said it takes place between Temple of Doom and The Last Crusade. I think. Okay. So the fact yeah, that yeah, it's but first it's... person has me not really excited about it. Mm, you don't like first-person games? I mean, some, but not really. Gotcha. Or is yeah. it like I mean, Jones first-person that you don't like? Like, does that turn you off? No, just first-person, like, first-person shooters I'm not really into. Like, yeah. normally the only first-person games I like are, like, open-world RPGs. Mm-hmm. So, Wait, oh, you mean like like Skyrim or something? Yeah, Skyrim, Fallout, Borderlands. Gotcha. gotcha. I always turn those into third uh, person myself. Mm. Except Borderlands. I don't know if we could do that in Borderlands. I don't think so. Yeah. Like you have to set up a second uh if you want to do third person, you would have to set up a second controller and just follow yourself in like uh multiplayer. <laughs> that would be that. hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I didn't feel I didn't feel like I like the the first person in in uh in that felt like easier than the other ones. Like I feel more constrained in like Fallout or Skyrim than I did in the other one. Yeah, like it's more it's easier to it's an easier first person for me i'm not liking this like the, I mean, the, the game like visually the background it. and like the environment looks amazing but Share the people it. look weird mm-hmm. they're animated weird they move weird when they start talking it's just it's just weird it like i will say that personally i don't think that i would prefer to play an indiana jones game in first person either However, if I was going to be playing an Indiana Jones game in first person, like this is probably as good as it would probably get, you know, like it, it looks, it looks good. I think generally 
Um, I don't know about the whole idea of of like you know using a whip and all that in third person. And uh, Tiger Claw did mention, well, he 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 did correct me. It, it's actually between Raiders and the Last Crusade. So appreciate yeah, that, Tiger Claw. That. Yeah, because that means the whole timeline is off if it was in between those two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's Raiders, <clears throat> Raiders, and Last Crusade, and um, he did also mention, which they do show in the trailer, that the traversal you go into third person, so they're like kind of key moments where you kind of the camera pulls back and you see Indy doing stuff, which you know for me I'm like when I see that, that I'm kind of like oh, I think yeah exactly I feel like like it 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 makes me feel like that's the game I want to be playing like I want to I want those moments are what what I would like to be doing but. I don't and it's know. Like, for me, it's like I if I want to play, like I played third person Indiana Jones already back when I played Tomb Raider, you know, and then when I played the Nathan Drake games, yeah. So it's like no, I don't know Are those the same. They they're all Indiana Jones to me. Just one's got big tits and I the other you. one, you know, has doesn't have a hat, you know. <laughs> Listen, I don't think Laura Croft has a hat either. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm for some reason at... you mentioned her giant breast. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like I for, for for a second there I thought you were gonna say something about uh Nathan Nathan Drake's penis. And yeah. I was like, Of course he did. Uh, <laughs> we're, not talking about the, we're not talking about the Witcher. Larry, are you plugged in through a LAN or are you on Wi Fi? No, no, I'm on LAN. Why? Yeah. He's on a tin You've can. got some serious lag. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. do I really? Oh no. Yeah. Uh, Let me find out what's going on. Your Wi-Fi is probably on on your computer. You could probably turn it off so it just focuses on land. You might need to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I will do that. Uh, yeah. Tiger Claw says, "I wonder what the artifact is going to be. There's always something supernatural about them." And that's kind of my my point with this game. It's like at this point, I don't care what it is. I I could do a Telltale uh, Indiana Jones game. Uh, Dude, that sounds awesome. Yeah, Telltale yeah. Indiana Jones game would be fantastic. Right. Look, let's do it. Uh, because realistically, it's like I, I Indiana Jones. I like the stories. <laughs> like I like that adventure. Mm-hmm. Like the the whole setup, the gra- the bigger part. Like you know, a lot of people say that Indiana Jones is one of those movies where it's like. If he's not in it, the movie, everything in the movie still happens the way it's gonna happen. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so they're like, Well, yeah. So I feel like if that's what it is, and yeah, I like I like that too. So <laughs> let's do a game like that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Tiger Claw asks, You ever played the point and click adventure Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis? No, is it on Steam? Because I, I played I played the other one. I played the one based on the last Crus- last crusade. Um, I don't think I played the uh, Fate of Atlantis. Hmm. I actually just watched the uh, Dial of Destiny the other day for the first time. I haven't seen it. I yet. actually like that movie. Yeah, I, 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 I know it. a lot of people were shitting on it, yeah. but I thought it was great. I don't think the girl upstage Dindy, like, she was in there just enough so that if they wanted to go on with her, they could, but Indy was, like, 
front and center doing this thing. Her character, like the origin of her character, the development of her character, and, and then what she did in the movie, I, I liked all of it. So it's like if they want to go with her, they can, or if they want to give you a second, you know, tie-in universe, whatever, they can. And the the lady they got uh, to play her like was great at it. So like I like from watching like Fleabag, like I didn't think she could do like that adventure action stuff. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but she's good at that too. Look, so she's a, a funny, dry wit, uh, dry humor person for like sitcomy stuff, and you know, she's good at the action comedy too. So I'm in. Did you see it, Oz, or no? No, nah, that bitch annoyed me in the trailer. I wasn't gonna spend two hours on that. <laughs> <laughs> Oz is like, women, I'm out. If I if I want a female Indiana Jones, I got Laura Croft. Is Laura Croft not different from Indiana Jones to y'all? Like neither neither is Nathan Drake. Yeah, they're the same. And they're all Alan Quartermain. Although Alan Quartermain, yeah. Yeah, no, see, like I don't like I and don't get me wrong, I definitely understand why because why you would make like the illusion, and I'm not saying people don't. Because obviously they do, but I'm like, like Laura Croft, like actually, like very much feels like a different character than Indiana Jones. Like, you know, it's like saying like they are from National Treasure is Indiana she, Jones. She's like, a lot. Like, she's a lot different than Indiana. She's more different than Indiana Jones than Nathan Drake is, which is why I've seen Laura Croft movies. I didn't see Uncharted. Uncharted mm. wasn't now, bad. I, I watched it. It was okay. Like it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't great either. Like you know, but I, I, I yeah. the scenes were pretty good. Yeah, but, like it's definitely a better game <laughs> than a movie. And you know, he's got the the friends, like the old friends. You know, like just like Indiana Jones, like in every country. You know, mm-hmm. some are like al- aligned with pirates, some aren't. Yeah, <laughs> the same. and and then Laura Croft. Yeah, I, I I get that. You know what was better than Laura Croft was the other one, the one that that um Asia Carrera had on TV. They did a show, and it was like it wasn't like Tomb Raider, but it was like Casket Grifter or something like. Yeah, <laughs> and she played Grifter, <laughs> and she was like an archaeologist. She was like India. She was more like Indiana Jones than, and it was like it was like a Saturday afternoon show, like you know when they did like Mortal Kombat Unlimited or whatever, or like mm-hmm. Cleopatra twenty five twenty five or Sinbad or Xena, you know, it was, mm-hmm. or next for all you Marvel people. Uh, uh, <laughs> so it's like it's one of those shows, and she was. The show itself wasn't that great, but the story was like, I'm like, man, this is like, it's like Lara Croft fan fiction, and you have Asia Carrera playing her, and then her mm-hmm. actors are there. She could do it on a like a weekly basis. So I like that. I forgot what it was called, but that, that was pretty good. But that definitely felt a lot more like Indiana Jones because they, you get to see personality. That's one of the things of Indiana Jones that separates from a game perspective is that you see mm-hmm. his, to the people around them, like some people like them, some people hate them, some people are trying to kill them. Some people like, and that's what I really liked about this Dollar Destiny, where it's like he's being hunted down 
by like Nazis and shit, you know, mm-hmm. from because of what he did. Like he's on their list, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, instead of you know, and that that is like the ramifications of something he did in the past are coming to him in his old age, where he's like, I'm, I'm too old for this, Larry. I'm gonna go. For <laughs> And Indeed. I must be misspelling her name wrong because I keep getting a porn actress. Oh, I'm sorry, Tia Carrera. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, yeah, it sounded familiar, but uh, like, no. Relic Hunter. Relic Hunter, that's what it was. Yeah. Relic Hunter, there wow, it is. It was on for like three years, 99. Yeah. Casket Grifter. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, should really? make that one next. <laughs> like, why, why do I just keep getting porn? I mean, it's a beautiful uh, I woman, you. but. <laughs> I think we know why you just keep getting porn, Oz. Oh. Like, the real question is why, why is it only gay porn? Ferrero? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that yeah. Relic Hunter, that was, and I was like, I man, I watched that. I think I watched all three seasons of that because it was actually pretty good too. And it was corny, you know, Saturday afternoon TV from back I then. Yeah, looked like Laura Croft. Yeah. But but that, like you said, like TV, like that was in that block had a certain amount of corniness expected. It's not like right. like Hercules and Xena, you know, like yeah. yeah. And it put in, you know, because it was a longer form uh, storytelling, you could develop the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a serialized way, kind of, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so cool. All right, y'all ready to get into some comic book reviews? Hold on, let me save this Asia Carrera. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. Is Mo talking about bondage, babes? <laughs> <laughs> I never. Review, uh, like review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. All right, the Superior Spider-Man returns. Moses, yes. talk to us about this book. This is uh, this book exists because. There was a great Superior Spider-Man run in the past, and now that he's not here anymore, and uh, you know they're going to give you an issue one of Superior Spider-Man, and he's not really in it, so they had to give you a second issue to explain why the issue one of his is happening. So. <laughs> It's like that's really technically that should be Superior Spider-Man number one, but there's so much with that slot and Superior Spider-Man. They did so much of uh, there's so much lore at this point because he's such a a seminal writer in in Spider-Man that if you miss something back then, you need a recap now, you know. And uh, he's always worked like that where he lays nuggets of what's happening in the future in the mm-hmm. past so like and you see that like a lot of what happens in uh superior spider-man returns is like they call it a biased uh, re- uh a biased retelling of what happened in certain issues where it's from like straight up from otto's warp perspective mm-hmm. if you read those issues you know like Oh, yeah, I remember when this happened, you know, and and 
there there's that and it continues into the first one the first one is really like heavy on the uh the spider boy thing but it doesn't feel like well look we're not reviewing that yet. No. yeah yeah we're talking about the superior <laughs> spider-man return both. and i i'm happy that i read them both like yeah they came out. so I, I was like it i read one right after the other but i read them backwards so I, oh. I, I that's where i was like a little confused but then one you know and then today i read them both again in order and i was like okay good it, it all made sense so but yeah uh and that's that's that one shot is basically giving you a superior spider-man story or auto octavia story that that kind of um it's almost like superior spider-man zero for this new volume mm -hmm. um and i don't know you know because Otto's still auto now he's not like in parker's body or mm -hmm. spider-man so i don't know how we're gonna do that like i know they did that superior octopus run for a while but that only that's like three issues or some shit and uh made a great snap variant card but <laughs> i don't think that went anywhere and now we're here so i don't know how much of that you need to read for these new books but yeah i feel like these kind of fill you in fairly easily like it's an easy uh jumping on point for this auto octavia spider-man universe story yeah yeah um I think that Superior Octopus confused people because he looks like a Hydra agent. Well, yeah, but that was when he was a part of Hydra, though, right? Because that was during. No, the, it was after. Um, it was after the Superior Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, but it was years after, like their stories. He, he was still trying to be Doc Ock, but a hero. And that's when when he was, Hank, uh, like. I think he was friendly with Jameson for a while too. Right, but but the reason why he looks like Hydra is because he was a part of Hydra because that was during that's when Captain America was the head of Hydra, right? Like during and that's how he got his minions that we see now. Yeah. Right? Wait, which minions? The ones he has. The now? one, like the spiderlings you're talking about. Yeah. Or you talking about like ones like. No, no, like no. those. No, okay. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think so. I think that that. Well, in this book, they were kind of showing us, like, I guess, the origin of where he got the spiderlings, right? Because, which I was, yeah. I, I immediately thought about Oz when I read that, because I was like, oh, like <laughs> the origin of, like, I you know Oz likes the origins of, but I guess he likes the origins of like actual, like physical objects, right? Not. <laughs> Not, not concepts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But, you know, like, uh, like the, the, this superior Spider-Man Returns book takes place, like, definitely like an in-between time, um, for, for superior Spider-Man. And so like their concepts that end up showing up like throughout that run, but, like we kind of jump at different points in time here because you have the character that they introduce in this book or, you know, or retcon into the book, however you want to say it, uh, Supernova. Yeah. But she kind of like was there for like the I, different iterations of Superior Spider-Man. I feel like she showed up in one, like it's one of those things that Mo said, that 
he put something there that explains the feature because I think I remember her showing up and attacking Spider-Man after he's Peter Parker again. And Peter Parker's like, I don't know who the fuck you are. And well, like, that's what they uh that's what they show you in Superior Spider-Man one. It's it's that uh, that scene again, but with Spider-Boy in it. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? Wait, what scene again? Oh, the 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 where he saw Supernova attacking Spider Man and he doesn't know who she is, and and then that that's what they do in Superior Spider Man number one. All oh, right, but that's like present day though, right? Like you know, well, or what's yeah. I I, I could have sworn I saw that that scene play out when I was reading the original. Like when I read it again. In, in, in the other book, I remember thinking, I remember, I kind of remember that something like that happening. I don't, I don't think in the Superior Spider-Man run, like in the original. No, run, it would have been, it would have been right after when, when Peter Parker's back after that. I guess it was Amazing Number One. Oh, where he's like, and you might have seen, his, he's trying to piece his life back together. I know he gets attacked by somebody. Umberto cover where he's like jumping without his mask on. Yeah, and you know, probably not that issue, but because so, I I got like mm-hmm. a few issues into that run, I and it might not have been this person; it might have just been some other random person that yeah. showed up with a grudge against Spider Man because of stuff that Superior did. Right, right, yeah. I think I mean I think you're right. I think that that was a does long happen time ago too. So I could just right. be, you know, transposing this villain with a different generic as villain. <laughs> right, right. But it's interesting though because it kind of like it feels like they kind of insert the character a little bit into like the the different iterations of of uh, Superior Spider Man. Like you know, she kind of is the person that inadvertently prompts him to like use the additional arms, you know, for in his costume, and you know. Um, and also is the person that like kind of prompts him to get, you know, to to actually have more, you know, spiderlings. You know, like he makes like she's the first spiderling before there was spiderlings because she gives her that 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 spiderling suit. And then when she mentions I oh, will need more help, she's like, yeah. <laughs> and so now he has like a little army of spiderlings, you know. And you know, I thought that that was that was kind of interesting just because. It, it was almost like you know, like the hidden history of Superior Spider-Man. You know, what did you think, Chuck? It was okay. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like I needed to read it. Okay. Um, but I did read it, and it was okay. <laughs> now, let me ask you this question: Do you feel like you needed to read it in order to? Best enjoy Superior Spider-Man no, like, number one. I was enjoying Superior Spider-Man uh, before I read Superior the the Superior Spider-Man Returns. Oh, and I was okay. like, yeah, why why do I need to read this? Like, I'm good. I have all the information I need in this comic, mm-hmm. so I don't really need with Superior Spider-Man Returns. Yeah, the, the first half of this book is just a retelling of how he became superior. I know. I mean, yes I mean, and no, though, right? Like, I, I, I 
didn't need that first half, half of the book, but I understand it being there because there's a lot of people that didn't even don't even know what a superior Spider-Man was. Mm-hmm. Now, or, or they may not remember, or or they need a refresher. But would you rather right. have in a in a four or five dollar issue one, or would you have it in two separate books that are like three four bucks? Yeah, I'd want it in a free issue zero. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Free issue zero, just just those pages, just the uh, the retelling, mm. like not the whole thing. When he gets the spiderlings and all that, you can kind of like that can be a number one, but just the up to the point that he becomes superior Spider Man, like how he talks like, about the, the disease and the uploading his mind and all that. I think what I, I'm getting at because like this issue one has like two stories in it, like why not just put a third story in it? Or four at this point because there's technically like two stories in in the the amount of stuff you get in uh, returns, you know. Just make a, a big issue one and you know charge six bucks for it. Yeah, that's true. If they make it that big, it'll probably be ten. Maybe, which, but I, I mean, and that's that's when people will start. Def- well. I, I think people start checking out honestly at the six seven dollar mark. Like there's some people that aren't yeah. gonna pay that for a comic book, yeah. especially one that they don't like already. You know what I mean? Well, look, like, there's less. There's not that many people buying comic books as it is. Yeah, but but, but again, I, why, why make two books? The free issue zero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I definitely think that this should have just been part of the Superior Spider-Man run. But I guess it was like. I guess they thought they could sell more of it as a self-contained anniversary special or something. Yeah, right? yeah, that that's part of it. But yeah, um, I, I will say that while I definitely understand where you all are coming from in regards to saying like, hey, you know, I don't know if I need all this backstory. Um, I, I did like the backstory. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think one. You know, you you definitely need it for the people who this might be their first book, you know, their first exposure, like you said. But also, too, it's not like like it's interesting because you're getting it from Doc Ock's perspective, which, of course, like I said, is, is skewed. And so, you know, like he literally like talks about things like, you know, what do you call him? Like he called like basically talk about how Spider, how jealous Spider-Man is, which is hilarious, you know, or, you know, how he was brutalized. <laughs> by spider-man and i like that you know it's just funny like his the way of him like his thought process huh the events of like the events of uh was it ends of the earth when he like swapped to begin with (laughs) like right his it's his version of that too like and he he tells me like my brain's not there yet so this is how i see it you know like right right but also, too, it's like that entire thing, like in the background of that retelling is him finding uh, uh, Supernova again, which, mm-hmm. you know, which, you know, when, you, when the issue starts, you don't know that. But, yeah. um, you know, but you see that he's finding something and he's like, why don't I remember this? You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. and. What I will say is that it's, you know, for people that have read that read the book back then, which is crazy because that was such a long time ago now, 
<laughs> but, um, you know, maybe we still remember it because it was it was a, a, a seminal time in Spider-Man. But at the same time, uh, that there's definitely something to be said about uh, getting a, a slightly different perspective on it. Uh, but, but also too, like I didn't realize, you know, and because I haven't been reading Spider-Man, um, that you know Doc Ock has been having like memory issues. Like I was trying to figure out like why he was like talking about like oh what you know he was like why why don't I remember this? And I'm just like yeah like I'm trying I figured they're gonna tell me why, but. Then it just comes, I just come to find out that like Doc Ock's been having some kind of like memory issue for some reason that I don't, you know, or at least I didn't pick up on it in the book. Do, do any of you or any of you like more privy to like why what's been going on with him or, or why he doesn't remember things? I'm not. When he, I, I don't know if that's the cause of this, but I remember when he transferred his consciousness back into a doctor a doc oct body mm -hmm. he specifically separated the uh the spider-man stuff so that he wouldn't remember that spider-man is peter parker now why did he do that he wouldn't have he wouldn't have the memories of him as superior spider-man either because he would he knew that he would it would affect him in a way that he would not be doc ock anymore he'd still be trying to be a good guy Oh, but okay. This is after the the because he, he had the Chinese body for a while, right? Like the like, yeah, the Tolliver, yeah, whatever. Which was still a, it was like a Peter Parker clone with black hair. But right. that was after that. Yeah, it was after that. Okay. Man, why would he go to his pudgy body? Like, I <laughs> 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 was like. I definitely wouldn't do that. Make that yeah, choice like, if I yeah. had the choice. <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah, like I'll just make another body. But yeah, it's just not not the pudgy body. Like, it's a little more metabolism, less thyroid issues. Let's see. Yeah. Right. He he could have used uh the friggin' like like top tier sinister six like white suit body. Like yeah, that, that Doc Ock, which he was still a little bit bigger, like as far as like he wasn't exactly slim, but he no. was in better shape than than the classic he, Doc Ock. He could wear a tailored suit, without right? Punch, you know, <laughs> he didn't have like little belly hanging out the bottom, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I will say that reading this book, I definitely was like. Uh, surprising, or not surprising, but maybe I didn't realize how much I missed reading Superior Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, like, I just like, dude, like, Superior Spider-Man was just a really cool and interesting time, you know? Yeah. And it's like that version of Spider-Man was pretty awesome. There he is. There he is, that white suit. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, like, this fool's not gonna mess around and win any beauty contests, but, you know, that's a dog ock that has a certain amount of intimidation. Right. Even without the, the metal arms. <laughs> yeah, I agree. 
yeah, the, that guy walks into the spot. You take notice. You're like, uh, are we good? We got to give it a week. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't know. He Maybe he felt good in the, look, he, he has high self-concept. He's like, I like that pudgy body. He's like, if you don't like it, that's your problem, Moses. <laughs> he's like, he's like, why don't you? He's like, you take care yeah, of your pudgy body. That's why I hate it because it, it looks like I'm like looking in the mirror. That's <laughs> so to, crazy. I don't want. I don't come to comics for this, you know. Like, <laughs> but it's like he's like yeah, even the way he laughs, like it makes him look so evil and it's so classic. It's like. Why isn't there some like public interest group like getting mad at Dan Slot for this design? You know, like because <laughs> we need like you know, it's like why is it because he's fat he's got to be evil or why is he because he evil he got to be this fat? Like, come on, yeah. Hey, everybody knows that all us fat people are evil. Everyone yeah. knows that except Santa. All, he's the only one that has a good mean, PPR. What do you mean, us white man? You're over here, slim. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, Larry's so out of touch now. He's slim. I saw my. Mm. I hugged you earlier when I saw you in the morning. It's like, oh shit, my arms go all the way around. He's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> I, you guys don't know, but Larry actually got cancer. Oh Jesus! I did not have cancer. Please, I don't look. Don't, don't put that out there. Yeah, no. If I end up with cancer, I know exactly who to blame now. No. <laughs> I'll be like, Mo, Mo, put that bad juju in the air. <laughs> Till you do right no, no. by me, Moses Mackle. <laughs> no, yeah. man. But yeah, it, it's, it's, I definitely like missed it. And I was just like, oh, man, like, this is cool. Like, this is, it's a fun nostalgia trip. I'm by no means am I sitting here with like, Oh, we should go back or anything like that. And even like with the new series, um, you know, like I don't believe that they're gonna like I, I I think that what they're doing with this series is literally just gonna be like it's just another adjective, you know, <laughs> like Spider-Man is you sure. You you well, think they're gonna go back and oh, I haven't read the I only read issue one, so I um, read issue three. And it looks like that is exactly what they're going to do. Oh, Jesus. Really? Okay. Well, damn. That's wild. Like, I, Well, I guess I got to keep reading to figure out what the hell is going to happen with this. <laughs> because I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you can go back to that well, but maybe you can. Like, I, what I was going to say is, for me and my money, I'm happy with, like, an anniversary special every few years. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to mess around and do a, a old, like a, a Superior Spider-Man story, uh, you know, every five years or so, that would be awesome for me, you know? But we'll see what happens. Like, I'll, I'll keep reading. And, you know, yeah. But anyway. Um, how did you all feel about the art for the superior Spider-Man returns. It was great. <laughs> oh, okay. So the art you really liked, Jay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
How about and you, Mo? What would you think? I I liked it, and I took note that because there's there's like moments that take place in other comics, so mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know if they reprinted them and then just relettered them, but they look like the other comics. So it's like mm-hmm. if like Paulo Rivera or with no like Comic Cooley drew one issue that they mm-hmm. were referring to, that art right. looks Comic Cooley art, you know. So it's like yeah. So in the flashbacks, the art changed. I don't know if it was the same artist doing everything and just like modifying it to look like what he's referencing, or if they just cut and paste. But I, I, that was a good touch. Either way, it it worked. I don't care. There's a whole thing. Uh, Matthew Scalera did a podcast with Eric Canete talking about tracing in comics, and it was like two amazing artists fucking talking mm-hmm. shit about people <laughs> Matthew Scalera particularly <laughs> you know from from black science I mean you look at that art and it's like yeah. hates tracing because it's yeah. like his art looks like it was traced from anything it don't yeah. look like he even uses a pen or pencil like he just uses a brush yeah mm-hmm. to do everything so He's like, yeah, no. Uh, he's like, I fucking hate these cocksuckers that fucking trace, and he's going nuts, you know. And uh, <laughs> it's great. I, I wish I knew the name of the podcast to listen to it, but you know, they're technically our competition, and they're better than us in every single way. So I'm not gonna promote that. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, but and that's when I thought, like, I had listened to that conversation and then like read this again, and I'm like, yeah, like right. we could have easily just cut and paste a lot and. It doesn't look like it was the exact art that they just reprinted with new dialogue and stuff. Uh, it, but they made it look like that era of like yeah. who was dying in that time. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's a good question because I mean, I know that all the artists that are are um, credited for this book are the are the the Spider Man artists. Like it okay. is like the people, all the people you mentioned. Yeah. So. I don't know if they did come back and actually like recreated their panels or yeah. if they actually just took the art and like you said, relettered it. Cause that could be the case. Like, like obviously some of the art, I mean, or the, most of the art is new, Yeah. but, but there are places right where it's like, that was like that, like flashbacks basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's a flashbacks. And so if they pasted those, then I'm, I'm either way, I'm good. They got credit. I'm good. They got that better mm-hmm. residuals too. Shit. Yeah, you know, like I'm down with that, but um, yeah, yeah. So if it, it yeah, that that explains. Well, like, I, I promoted mm-hmm. Matthew Scalera and Eric Connecticut's podcast for nothing. Like, what show can I listen to during these guys? Jay's like, that sounds really interesting. I I think I put it in our Discord. That's why Larry hasn't heard of it. But uh, that's it. That's it. That's why. But, but uh, you know, I, I thought I did, or at least I meant to, when I heard their little conversation. Then when I saw it was a podcast, like, ah, <laughs> 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 uh, so how about you, man? How'd you feel about the art? It's fine. It's what I expected. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah. it's a new up and coming artist, right? <laughs> right. That uh, uh young young upstart right Ryan Stegman, right? <laughs> Which yeah, I think yeah. Ryan Stegman actually yeah. did do the art, the primary art for this book, if I'm not mistaken. And I some think. guy named ba- Badgley. <laughs> and, right. and right. Ramos Ramon something. Right. Yeah. Some guy Bert, named Bert. Come on Coley. 
Bert Ramos. Nah. Uh, Hex in chat. You say Razor Ramon. <laughs> happy, yeah. uh, happy belated birthday to Hex. He's turning 26 today or Monday. Yay. Wait, oh, oh, happy belated. I, I, I looked it up real quick and he didn't choose to become fat. It was a Mephisto deal. Mephisto oh, restored yeah, him okay. to his original yeah. state without the. Oh. You know, and and it's like it's the original state with like the bad art from like Spider Man Three. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> right. He looks like that cover when it's like this Spider Man. Like when you look at that cover of like Spider was it, I think it's Amazing Spider Man Three, uh, his first mm -hmm. appearance or whatever. And it's like he, you know, the tentacles are holding him, and Spider Man's like ah. But it's like this little pudgy dude, and it's like, and I remember looking at that cover as a little kid, like. Spider-Man can't kill him? Like, he can't snap his neck? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's the tentacles. Yeah. And they didn't even have adamantium then. No, they sure, they weren't adamantium. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, a uh, wrestling fact for Hecht, which he probably knows this, <laughs> but he brought up Razor Ramon. Uh, the Razor's Edge is one of the few finishers that has never been kicked out of. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, no wow. one ever kicked out of the Razor's Edge. Make Makes sense, man. It's, it's deadly. Well, there's no leverage. <laughs> like, when they get you in that, like, there, you can't... There's nothing... You can't even lift your one shoulder up to be like, oh, shoulder off the mat, you know? Yeah. Like, Pinned down on the two shoulders, and then your legs are flying in the air. Really? <laughs> like people kicked out of the perfect plex? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. You you perfect. should do yourself a favor and look up early Scott Hall wrestling. Like what uh -huh. he looked like before he became Razor Ramon. It uh -huh. like who's this white guy? <laughs> I was just watching a video not too long ago, but it was like uh, all the finishing moves that have been kicked out of the lease. Oh. And, uh, not even when they had fake Razor? That I can't tell you. Because I would assume everybody was kicking out of everything when fake Razor and Diesel were around. Who's fake Razor? Like, what, what, what is that? I forget who played Razor. I know fake Diesel was a cane. Yeah. Oh. oh, I forget who played Fake Razor. Okay. Yeah, that's cool though. Fake Razor rarely got the Razor's Edge off. Mm. No, but the Razor's yeah. Edge actually was was a super cool finishing move. Like it's just it it kind of has a little bit of of everything, you know. It has like the theatrics. It has like you know like there there's like a, it it looks like a feat. You know, because you're like friggin' like holding somebody up, and then you know, like it just has a cool kind of, even like the the way that you pin is it's different, it's interesting, you know. Yeah, it's a good finishing move. Anyway, fake razor was a nobody. Damn, like he didn't Look, he didn't do anything after. This, listen, I looked at all fool, his aliases, and none of them do I recognize. This fool is somewhere right now, one teardrop. He don't know why. He's just like, damn it. 
He's like he can feel that in the forest. So you said it so with so much conviction, Oz. He's nobody. That's <laughs> full soulless. Well, look, I can say, I, like I know Fig Diesel becomes Kane. Mm. I don't know right. any of the other characters that that fake razor played. <laughs> gotcha. Well, wasn't the fake Kane like Isaac Yankum too? Like the dentist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Mm. All right. Let's rate the superior uh, Spider Man. Real returns. quick. Oh. Hector uh, Chat says, uh, damn, I lost it. He said he wanted to hear the podcast that I was referring to. So I did put a video in our uh, Discord. So in in the artwork section where or one section, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember now, but it's there and and it has the link in it. You know, you figure it out. And before we get off wrestle talk, <laughs> somebody somebody pointed out, and now I wish this would have happened that they never teamed mm-hmm. up the Undertaker and IRS as Death and Taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that cool. Been amazing. It would have been. Yeah, with Neil Gaiman as their uh, Neil Gaiman as their valet. Why Neil Gaiman? Because the first <sighs> Larry. Why do you hate comics? Because so it's the the, fir- the first trade of death was called Death and Taxes. Why do I need to know that? Well, because you... it happened before even Undertaker existed. Okay, I'm just saying. Like, I gotta know the name of the trade. Like, <laughs> well, the, the story arc name. So it was the name of the first issue, like two. You know. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Got it. Okay. I like the song "Death and Taxes." I don't like IRS because it's too anti-Semitic. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, his, We're just like, gonna leave that alone. No, his name his name was like Erwin yeah. R. Scheister. Yeah, Scheister. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's, like, it's way anti-Semitic. It's like <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't get like a little like a featherweight in a yarmulke. Yeah. <laughs> but like a shyster is a word though, right? Like well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I understand it has like a it's an anti-Semitic huh? word, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, do is it still considered that? It's not like peanut gallery or those words, but yeah, it is. You know, it is. Mm, okay. Like, there's there's a bunch of words. Like, what was the other one? Like, uh, like I, I forgot. There's a whole like a bunch of words. Let's that not are, try to think up anti-Semitic words. No, we're not. Thinking <laughs> I agree. That's what they are. You know. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Superior Spider-Man returns number one. Uh, Jay, what would you rate it? I would give it a three. It's good, but ultimately unnecessary. Okay, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> X correct. No. Uh, Oscor, what would you rate the Superior Spider-Man returns? I'm gonna go with four. I miss Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. Most Magnum, what would you rate Superior Spider-Man Returns? Uh, for me, yeah, it's a four. I enjoyed it. I, I hate that it was. It would have been a five if it was part of Superior Spider-Man number one, but uh, 
Gotcha. It, it's uh it's a four because I had to pay extra to get it. Well, I don't remember in that I don't remember him stealing stuff. And it might just be I don't remember it. No, it, well that might be what they're introducing now, like to like yeah, keep him a criminal, you know? Like I know, but it just like it kind of bugged me, but I figured well maybe I just don't remember because it was so long ago. Well, because he was I, always 2013. Even even as a hero, he was still a villain at heart because he's yeah. a villain yeah. at heart. So he would do good things, but he would do self-serving things too. Right. You know that, that's why he created this. Like Peter Parker. Like I know Oz and I have a debate every time we get drunk, where it's like he loves Superior. Like he's the better Spider-Man. Like he is mm-hmm. this, and he's not. Like Peter Parker is the Superior <laughs> because you know he created the Spider Bots. Because he's he's a genius and he's lazy and he's like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to. This no, isn't. I'm, it's not lazy. It's the time management that Peter like, Parker yeah. is never able to figure again, out. Again, again, but it's like some crime. Like you see it in this issue. Some crimes like, oh, right. that's beneath me. Let the EMS right. take. You know, and it's like, yeah. and it's like Peter Parker is like going to help whoever he can help. And yeah, he put the mm-hmm. spider tracker on the on the guy that stole the purse. But by the time he tracks them down, the person's gone. The money's gone. The guy's already hooked on meth. Like, what the fuck does the guy care that that that, that Superior Spider-Man's coming after him? You know, no, but no, no. Peter, he, Parker, he, he, Peter Parker nabs the guy in the moment. He you called know? Daredevil. He, he, right. He outsourced it to Daredevil. <laughs> 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 Which was, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. He's like, that's, he's saying, when he's saying something like, that's, that's a, a, a black task. That's, yeah. that's a task that's equal to his skills or something. Like that. I yeah. was like, damn, this fool was like Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> Again, hey, Daredevil, go get that purse snatcher. Handle my lightweight. That attitude, <laughs> that attitude to me as the hero that Spider Man is makes him mm-hmm. inferior. Like, right. that's and, and look, yeah. Spider Peter Parker Spider Man is definitely the better hero. Nobody look, would. Yeah, look, look, you're, I'm talking about the the drunk talks Oz and I have when we're yeah. drinking and shit. So that yeah. that's it. Like you know, you you can say that here. You don't say that when we're drunk. That's because he's usually but, drunk too. Hilarious. But but is he the is he the best Spider Man? Is what Oz is dr- drunk arguing. And yeah. look, there might be an argument made. Look. We got a new contender in the yeah. ring right now, right? Because because now that we got a, a uncanny Spider Man, is uncanny Spider Man might be better than both. If you act, if you actually took the time and read the books like I do, oh jeez, you would you would have pointed out <laughs> that before that when he gives the the body back to Peter Parker, he actually refers to Peter Parker as the superior Spider Man. Yeah, thus, ending, thus ending the run of Superior Spider Man. That's in the last okay. issue. I know yeah. I shed a tear. Spider Man sheds a tear in that in that scene too. It's yeah. yeah, I read that book every now and then. Yeah, Larry. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> but there. it would be the superior Spider Man that could admit that he is not the superior Spider Man, thereby <laughs> reinforcing the superiorness. You see what I gotta deal with when I drink with this Spider Man? There it is. I'm all confused. <laughs> I would give the, the Superior Spider-Man Returns a four out of five as well. It was it was really fun, and yeah, like I agree too. Like I miss I miss Spider-Man or Superior Spider-Man. So, all right, 
Why can't now, you be friends and, and stop crime together? Superior they tried that for a while. Superior tried to be in uh, in San Francisco. Well, no, they well they also did it during the the <laughs> they did it during the was it the Spider Spider Verse? Yeah. yeah, he kept trying to take over the team. Well, he's like, he's like, wait a minute. Like, if he's here, that means I fucked up somewhere. Right. <laughs> Which was an awesome moment. It's so great, too, because it's like, yeah. And then the villain comes out again. Like, it's like, he can't, yeah. he can't hold the villain back. I guess that's, that's his problem. He's like, he can't hold the villain. He just, back. it was awesome because he, he did just assume he was like, oh, that's Spider Man from, that's Peter Parker from before I took over. He yeah. just assumed that was the case. I was like, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, Okay, on to Superior Spider-Man number one. So, um, yeah. I like to call this, this is the number zero. Yeah, I hate this book. <laughs> this book is garbage. This book is so bad. No, this book is so bad. They had to when, make when that other out, book so that we could get a Superior Spider-Man. When this came out and I bought it, I, I told them to add it to my pull list. And then every time I've gone back and picked up a pull list, I looked through it. I haven't seen another Superior Spider-Man issue. Not really mad. Like, I think they know me now. Wait, so you picked up, you told them put it on your pull list. Yep. And then after well, issue I, one. You guys, they... you guys know how excited I was when that came out. I sent yeah. you guys right. a picture. I had the book and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just put this guy on my pull list. Mm-hmm. They forgot. And I'm not mad about it. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, uh, why is this such a terrible book, Oz? Because it's not a Superior Spider-Man book. It's a Spider-Boy book. And Spider-Boy is just starting to annoy me. It's like, he's in everything. I can't pick everything up Spider-Man. Well, yeah. Like, I can't pick okay. up any Spider-Book without him on the cover. Or, yeah. like, page two. And it's getting on my nerves. Like it'd be one That's thing right. if he was like Parker's kid, and we're talking about the future. In which case, I'd be mad that it's not May. But whatever. <laughs> it, I just I I I feel like they're pushing this kid on me. The ultimate Spider Man. I, I feel like they're pushing this kid on me because now that Peter Parker has to be an adult, they need that childish. Spider person, you know, mm. like when, when Spider Man first came out, he was he was a kid, yeah. he, was, he was a teen, and right. that was right. the appeal of the character. And I think, mm-hmm. I'm assuming they think that that's kind of going away now that he's dealing with more adult issues. So they mm-hmm. need another kid in there, and they literally just popped him in a book. Like he just pops out of nowhere. Nobody knows who the fuck he is, and now he's in every story. They they flashback, and he's in there and getting on my nerves. Yeah, like that's it's it's weird. It is weird. Like I don't and don't get me wrong. Like I, you know, I read the book that he first appeared in, yeah. and you know, of course, that joint is literally just him. Like, hey, it's me, and then he like swings away, right, <laughs> or jumps away, or whatever. But um, this book I feel might be my first like real experience of of Spider Boy. You ever read Spider-Man and, one? Uh-uh. No, I haven't. And so I'm I was just like, for me, 
having not read anything other than that first like initial like his first actual appearance i guess i'm just like i don't know what's going on <laughs> with this kid <laughs> like i know a little bit because mo has let mo and i have talked about it um but like just from a comic reader perspective i'm kind of like like even the idea oh that's the was that a foil cover yeah Okay. And it's signed by Dan Slot. Is it's that like, him with Superior? No, it's him with regular Spider-Man, but it's a Carrie Andrews cover. Okay. Damn, I, I knew I shouldn't have. There it that. is. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Um, Like, I'm just like, okay, so this fool has, like, his own kind of set of powers, which I, I get, like, it, you know, he should, but he has, like, his spider sense is, like, innocent sense? Is that what it is? Like, it doesn't tell, it tells him when, when innocent people are in danger? Is that what it is? Well, it, uh, that, yeah, that, I guess that's a, a sim simplistic way of doing it, but it's, like, it's where, uh, yeah, it, yeah. No, I mean, if there's a, a if there's a nuance to it that I don't understand, I because I, I I'm like I don't like I definitely don't feel like I I have a full sense of what it is he does or can do because I know that you know I saw that that you know Doc Ock when he was Superior Spider Man in the flashback he's like I don't want this kid to touch me which I didn't you know I'm still not even a hundred percent certain. Like I, I'm not 100 percent certain if Superior, if, if Spider Boy actually existed in the past or not. Well, he, <laughs> I'm he, assuming he did from this book. He is like retconned in through because that that FF like appearance, yeah, right. was like a thing back then. Right. And I, I do I was remember that. To see it again because I was reading FF like with It Girl and She Hulk and and you know real Scott right. Lang, not movie Scott Scott Lang, right. <laughs> Right, and so um, I love that book, the Matt Fraction book, which uh, you know, kudos to to Matt Fraction. He, he's not doing comics right now because you know he's got the big Godzilla money now. Uh, he's the like executive producer of Monarch on Apple TV. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, wow, good for him. <laughs> so you, you don't give a fuck about comics anymore. Uh, unless you stick around for the news, I, I got a story about Matt Fraction for you. But uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I don't even know where I was going with this. <laughs> you were talking about Superior Spider Boy, and like he actually yeah. was around. D have they revealed like what happened that made it so that everybody forgot him? That I don't know. Uh, you know, and it might be a Mephisto thing with Superior. Like this is like. Mm the the spider-man that like he birthed as part of that deal that that's what i'm getting at like it, it it's part of the raw deal and uh although he did come in with end of spider-verse which is a whole other thing but that could be just the the you know he has red hair so he can't be like anything good you know 
what does that mean? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you know, like, like that, that, that design choice for him is probably like signifying like he's with Mephisto or something, you know? Why can't he just be related to MJ? Why would he? Like, MJ got, like, like, how would he be related to MJ? MJ's dad left when she was, like, six. Haven't they gone into his, like, family history a little bit? Like, he talked about him in some way? Yeah. Well, well, no, she got, he got, he was one of those, like, child traffic kids, and he got turned into, like, an animal hybrid with a spider, you know, which is the stuff that was happening during, like, pre-dark web uh, with Miss Marvel. Like, that's the villains that she was fighting and then nobody, you know, when she died, nobody's fighting them. And then still nobody's fighting them because they're like shitty ass villains. You know, she's the one fighting them. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's like, why don't her family do some shit like they did in the fuck? They're all over the fucking show in the movie. Why can't they fight those people? Yeah. You know what's fight weird chops? about this kid, too? Mm. His mask is like, like closed. And in this book, he yeah. like lifts it up to eat. But I'm looking at the Spider-Boy book, and he's got a mouth. Like, he's got fangs. Yeah, so that's the weird thing because of, like, how he came to be. He gets, uh, it's almost like he turns into the man spider kind of thing. And uh, somehow it works with his costume. Like, that. That that's another, like, design thing. Like, you know, as much as I've been enjoying Spider-Boy, like, it, this, these are little, like, nitpicky things where i'm like you know what like i'm trying i'm enjoying this but this is like this is lazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah okay yeah um i i can't imagine personally having read this book like the way you did mo originally where you're like you read this book first and then read the the superior spider the superior Spider-Man Returns, because I feel like, um, I mean, obviously the story, you know, directly connects in regards to, like you said, because, and that's what you you were saying where, it, you know, you it should have been like issue zero or an oversized issue one. Yeah. Um, but it's wild because, I mean, they do give you enough information so that you know what's happening, but it just kind of feels like, a lesser experience if you didn't read Superior Spider-Man Returns. To me. I, I, I mean, you actually had that experience, Mo. How do you feel? Um, well, uh, it, it, I read these after reading Spider-Boy. Also. Got you. <laughs> so okay. I, I was already like, I, I'm on the... Uh, You're primed for Spider-Boy. I didn't want to like Spider Boy like that, and then you know I met that slot in person. I heard him talk about it; like he loves it, and it's like, all right, <laughs> this is what he's doing. This is where he gets to do Spider Man shit. And I'm I, as much as I wasn't into it when it came out, I started reading it and I'm looking it through the way that he explained it to me in person, and I'm like. I think this is going to pay off, you know? Okay. So that, that's like, I'm just waiting for it to pay off. So that, that's where I'm with it. And then, uh, uh, the stuff that they're doing here, like, I really wish the superior Spider-Man book wasn't 
a Spider Boy book, but I haven't read the 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 ones after. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, we might get a payoff in uh, as far as Superior Spider Man goes in the next two three issues. You know, right, uh, right. Yeah. Well, listen, Jay actually alluded to the fact that he had read them. Yeah, but where so... is he now? He's dead. He's gone. Oh, hey, Jay. <laughs> The 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 Jay returns. <laughs> Jay, so you know you. We don't you know read anyone that left. <laughs> oh, got you. This could be alternate uh, a variant a J variant. Yeah. Uh, Jay, you read issue two and three of uh, Superior Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give us a little insight? without being overly spoilery about, um, you know, like the direction the book is heading. Cause you know, like I said, I, I was thinking like, okay, this is just going to be in the same way you have Spider-Man adjectives, right? Whether you're talking about spectacular or amazing, I'm like, okay, well, they're just adding superior to the mix. That's what I was thinking. Cause I was like, okay, well, they're obviously not going to put Doc Ock back in Peter Parker's body. But you kind of alluded to the fact that that might be the direction they're heading. It might be. Okay. Um, so how do I say this without spoilers? You could spoil it. I give you permission. Okay. I mean, light spoilers, because obviously, yeah, it's... The, don't listen to Larry. Listen to me. It's the journey. But it's really the journey. But uh, basically, when a supernova comes back... Uh, she, you know, she's after Spider-Man and Anna Maria is like, oh my God, Spider-Man doesn't know who this is. Like, I have to go tell him. And she ends up getting kidnapped. Oh, damn. So now it's a Doc Ock Spider-Man team up in Mm. order to save Anna Maria. But, you know, Doc Ock is who he is. Uh, And, you know, I will say, though, I will say, if I stop reading now, like, I'll be fine. Because (laughs) there's a scene where Spider-Man has to infiltrate one of uh, Doc Ock's old labs that he's not using. Mm Mm-hmm. And he basically has to pretend to be the superior Spider-Man in Mm. order to get in. So, Mm -hmm. like, he gets attacked by the Spiderlings, and, like, Doc Ock is, like, telling them what to do to pretend to be him. It's it's hilarious. (laughs) Like, it it is great. That's issue three, you said? Yeah. Ah, that's so good. Like, I'm telling you, this shit pays off, Larry. Like, that, like, alone, that alone is a payoff. Yeah. Like, he comes in the base, and uh, the spiderlings are like, start shooting at him. And he's like, Why are they shooting? It's like, and Doc Ock's like, You fool, you have to be me. I don't jump around like, <laughs> like jump around like a dope. Like, like now, where? What where where are these spiderlings even coming from? I thought they're they're not any more spiderlings though. Oh, basically, uh, yeah, sleeper. Doc Doc had them stay in order to guard a material like they're in this underwater, oh. like underground base. So these fools like, are like 
Yeah, they're just waiting for someone to intrude. You see why That's me crazy. and Oz drink and talk about who the superior Spider-Man is? Like, <laughs> like he has all these things. If Peter Parker had all these things, it's like he could save the world on his own. He don't need no fucking Avengers. And Sony wouldn't need to rent him out to the MCU. But uh, <laughs> I mean, Peter Parker could never even get his doctorate. You need hey. one more class. Like Doc Ogg got it in like hey, an hey, hour. Hey, fuck you. We're not drinking and I can't punch you. I am <laughs> drinking. What no, but I, but I can't punch you. <laughs> Wait, so let me ask this question because this was something that confused me too where in this issue you had Anna Maria like recognize the 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 villain, recognize uh, not only Supernova but like knew her name as Estrella, and I'm like, right. how does she know her? Like uh, that doesn't. She, she they don't. They that, that, she worked with. It's implied worked that her, over right? the months of working together of Estrella and Dark and Superior Spider Man, that they've met during that during the months that she was working for him. Dude, is she okay? Now I have to buy these issues. I, like the first page of issue three, they have it on a on a on a whiteboard, like the timeline of you know, Otto's brain pattern. There's like time travel adventure, and then copies brain, and then it starts going into clones. No. Yeah, Peter Peter is wondering whether or not he can trust Doc Ock, so he kind of mm. maps out his mental state and comes to the conclusion that. Yeah, the the Doc Ock that was a good guy, like, that's not you. Like, your mind is before you became, like, good. So I'm not mm. sure I can trust you. See, because but, of the Mephisto thing. But in, in, the, in, in that issue, in the first issue, he, if he remembers everything, he should remember why he decided to, to take up the cause of the hero. I mean, it might depend, though, because it's like remembering, like, remembering events isn't the same thing as, like, a mental pattern, necessarily, now, right? Yeah, like, I mean, if if it's like that Returns book where now he's rem having the memories, but through this filter of, of original Doc Ock, I can right. see that. I, yeah. and I'm, I'm just scanning through it. I'll, I'll go back and read it when I buy it. Yeah. I'm not sure if I buy the Anna Maria thing, but I'll take it. Because I don't, like, Anna Maria, like, Anna Maria never, like, if I if I remember right, like, I mean, she found out that Doc Ock was Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's not like she wasn't, like, dating Superior Spider-Man. She was only dating Peter Parker. No, but there's a whole thing where she had, like, Peter had to hang out with her because when he wasn't Doc Ock anymore. And he's like, yeah, I know you had this whole thing with him, but that's not me. And he had to explain to her what happened. Right. That I that I remember, but that, like, but what, what at what point would she know Australia? Well, that's, again, that's like Spider-Boy. Like, it's retconning in. You know, but you got to tell us where the retcon is. Like that's yeah. like there's nothing wrong with the retcon. It's yeah. just the fact that it's like yeah, if you don't show it to us, 
because between the issue that you know between su the superior spider-man returns and superior spider-man number one it's like there's nothing that tells us that she would know who that person is she just recognizes her in the first issue yeah. and you're like and so unless they show us something in issue two or three it feels like you know that's just out of nowhere unless there's something i'm missing which could be the case but i don't know what it is i didn't feel that way but then i'm me so <laughs> jay, jay was like of course she knows australia they go out and do they do brunch i mean who doesn't visit their guy at the lab but at that time she didn't know that he was spider-man i don't know that i didn't read superior spider-man oh but i do know that because <laughs> I did read it. So she learns later, but not at that point. Like, because at least, I mean, yeah. if, if Super, Supernova still has that same face, I think she would have recognized who was working with that with, uh, or, or man for years or however or, long, or, not years, but however long. Months. Oh, you there know what? That you... Time where, where there was that whole time where the living brain was Dr. Octopus. Right, and he but was you know what? Both an amalgamation of like the hero and the villain, and that right. was a backup. And he still talked to her too, you know. Right, right. You know what though? Actually, you know what it is is which this doesn't make sense, or it should, it, I won't say it doesn't make sense. What I will say is, uh, the technically, she did meet her when she was like she was at the job board when they were when he was posting the job Anna right. Maria was there too but that's not enough of a reason to be like oh that's such and such especially when I she's like that's true do like am I the only one that wants like a romance comic with like what? Dr. Octopus Spider-Man and Anna Maria like I want to see. That. I like their relationship. I don't think I want. I love that it. as a straight comic, but I like their relationship. Yeah, and like even I mean, when she met Peter, like yeah, it's the body, but you're not him. You know, right? Right. <laughs> it's so great, and it, you know, it's it's mm -hmm. purely intellectual. It's almost like mm -hmm. it's. Well, I don't want to say almost like it's better than like Sheldon and Amy Farrah Fowler. Hmm. It's a better like like that's the mm -hmm. that effect yeah. on that show like this is like ten times better than that, and, but mm -hmm. it was explored like theirs was explored, you know. So right, like right. that. Like, give me that as a one shot, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. I would bucks. read that as a one shot. I'll pay ten bucks for that. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. as a one shot, I'll pay ten bucks. I don't give a fuck. There it is. Well, you you can have that for the fifteenth anniversary, Mo. Yeah. 15th Superior Spider-Man. Next time I see Dan Slot, if I have the balls to actually say something to him, uh, I'll, 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 I'll say that. That's right. a no. <laughs> so, but okay, cool. Um, how did you all feel about the art for Superior Spider-Man number one? Is I? It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Same. 
I love oh, how that like, was great too, Oz. I mean, it, well, it's still this this Bagley guy. Yeah. 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 It's the better art yeah. I've seen from Bagley in a while. Like, it, you know, it's still, mm-hmm. it, it's not, uh, I feel like some of his art is not that great. And, uh, like, especially in End of Spider Verse, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Can we get, like, especially when you're used to, like, you know, Common Cooley, Stegman. Yeah. Uh, Umberto mm-hmm. Ramos, you know, like yeah. even fucking Paulo Rivera fucking did some amazing shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like Bagley is like a step back, but he is in these he is putting a lot of energy into it. So it, it's looked contemporary, and uh, I, I had no complaints. It's but it's not bag- Bagley for this one, is it? Isn't it a different guy for? It's, uh... For Superior Spider-Man, it's, it's Bagley. Oh, it is? The okay. first issue, I think, has other people, too. No, it's the second okay. story. The it's second story. story. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Well, uh, you all ready to rate it? Yes. Okay, let's do it. What would you all... Uh, Jay, why don't you start? What, what would you rate Superior Spider-Man uh, number one? I'm going to rate one through three. Okay. And I would, would give it a four. Okay. It was good enough. And I really enjoyed seeing Peter pretend to be Octavius. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And I like uh, Maria, too. She wasn't useless. She's never. She's she's the superior MJ. (laughs) (laughs) She's a great character. She really is. I can tell. Yeah. 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 If you read Superior Spider-Man, you would like. You would love her. Like even their their courtship. Like again, like I feel like that they didn't put too much. They put a lot of energy into that, but not enough. Like I want to see that more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like in yeah. a in a perfect world where like maybe uh, uh, Octopus got the infinity ge- the infinity gems, <laughs> he would uh he could probably just live that life, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. hearing it... hearing uh, Doctor Octopus and Spider Man like bicker over the name of the squids, uh, the Octosub. Was pretty funny. Octosub. I don't even know what that is. It's obviously I mean, well, an submarine. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that's like a new thing. Like, is that a thing that they've that's happened before? I don't know. You'll like, never know. You got to the next issues. I guess so. You should like, read. Speak. Like, it's it's worth it. Like, I don't know if I want to keep reading, but what I've read is really good. Like, mm-hmm. and Jay I would hates those good suggest <laughs> other people read. Jay's like, I highly recommend you read this book that I'm going to stop reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess that's how it is, but it, it is good. Like, it's worth the read. Okay. Um, I definitely am going to ask you about issue four when it comes out. <laughs> That's wild. Um, 
one one thing that that which just this is just going back because we mentioned the octa sub and i was like is that a thing like uh one thing that they that they did show in uh the superior spider-man returns um was the the quintronic man when they fought aim and i was just like dude like that is freaking a deep cut right there i'm like the quintronic man which i I'm sure that the Quintronic Man's probably showed up someplace else, uh, like since before now, like in modern comics somewhere. But I'm just like, I don't read enough Marvel comics that have AIM in them that I know where that is. Like, I don't read. <laughs> but I'm just like Quintronic Man. I was like, dude, I, I haven't seen that that since like. All I know is I, I want to. I want a snap card, and I want to aim like. Snap card like a one zero. <laughs> it's like, oh, you've attacked, been attacked by aim, and you, you know, they pull up your place with like one zero, like one location. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck, yeah. Maybe like a location that would be kind of interesting, yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, Oz, what would you rate, um, su- su- Superior Spider Man number one? I'm probably gonna go with three. Because of okay. all the Spider Boy, uh, mm-hmm. as as we get further into the run, I I don't think I saw any Spider Boy in issue three. Now that so, gets put in this place. Uh, okay, so I think it, I think it'll get better. Jay definitely <laughs> convinced me to, to yell at my comic book shop and threaten to turn him into a rub and tug like the last one that that stormed me. <laughs> Oz is gonna be like, you know, you know what I do. The comic shops that screw with me. <laughs> it's happened before. I, I have that power. So there it is. Moses Magnum. What would you rate Superior Spider-Man number one? It, it, this is like a two. Uh I enjoyed reading it, but again, like I'm reading Spider-Boy. Like okay. the, the the Superior Spider-Man returns in addition to this as a one issue would have elevated it to like a four. Yeah, I do like the art. I like everything in it, but it's like this isn't. Yeah, you, know, you see him, Octopus coming after you know behind Supernova, like yeah, you know shit like that. But again, yeah, Jay gives me hope, so that I, I will keep. Re- I actually just bought him now because after reading <laughs> when I read him, I, I wasn't gonna. So thankfully, in the the beauty of digital comics and. Not having to go to a comic shop, like I have them already, so I'm gonna read them tonight. <laughs> so, uh, I so that that's you know, but uh, yeah, definitely issue one. That that's not what an issue one should be, first, especially like you're bringing back Superior mm-hmm. Spider-Man, or at least Doctor yeah. Octopus in that vein. This is not what yeah. issue one should be. So that's a two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. were to put that Superior Sp- Spider-Man Returns together in this as part of this yeah dude yeah. five six bucks eight bucks ten bucks whatever like it's still that would be a four well four star book yeah 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 no i i, I hear what you're, what you're saying and i have to agree uh i think I, I don't know if i feel as strongly about it as you do because you know what i read i what i read i didn't 100 dislike uh oh i don't i won't even say it like that i didn't dislike it I didn't fully necessarily understand all of it. And that's just because I haven't been following everything that's been happening to 
Dr. Oct I haven't been reading, I guess, enough Spider-Man because I don't know everything that happened to Dr. Octopus. I don't know everything that's been going on with Spider-Boy. And so I feel a, a little lost uh, or maybe not lost, but behind. That's maybe the better way to say it because it's not like I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on. It's just more so like, oh, I wish I had more insight into these things. And for, for me to feel that way, I think, like you said, about an issue number one, on top of the fact where I'm like, okay, like I do feel like there was like prerequisite reading with the superior, mm -hmm. um, the superior Spider-Man Returns. You know, I think I ultimately would probably have to just rate it like a three, just because I don't know that it does the the best job of being an issue one. Like, if you're gonna recommend, like, oh yeah, I thought about Superior Spider-Man. I heard he's got a new book out. Should I read number one? You yeah, know, like, I'd be like, absolutely. I'd be like, yeah. no, you got to read Returns first. Yeah, or and then like skip one and go to. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why would you skip one? <laughs> he's not in. He's not in one. Like it's not about him in one. Like it, everything Joe told me, like about what what makes him want to get more of this book happens in two and three. Right. No, I hear you. He so, should actually you read need... Returns and then go to number two. So I agree yeah. with Mo. That's the like, problem. That's interesting. Like somebody who hasn't read comics and wants to get into Superior Spider-Man, I cannot recommend this issue one as a jumping off point. Right, right. Yeah. I agree with you there. So it's like as a journalist, as a comic fan, as somebody that wants people to read more comics. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, somebody wants people to read fucking comics t-shirts coming soon. Uh is you know, this number one doesn't fulfill that. Yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Jay? Oh, I read one and two before I read Returns. Yeah. And I enjoyed yeah. them. Yeah. And I didn't want to read Returns, but we were reviewing it. You enjoyed them because you read two. Um, I did read them one after the other. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so, did you I end read. up going? You went back to three after you read Returns? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Because three didn't come out until today, so. Oh, gotcha. yesterday for the show. And then I gotcha. read three today when I got home. Got it. Got it. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, okay. Cool. Um. Well, look, I think uh, we got to move on to Wolverine uh, 41. Um, Jay, Jay, I would love to hear your take and your thoughts on what happens in this issue. Okay, so in Wolverine number 41... Wolverine is just kind of on edge, on like pins and needles, because it's his birthday. And much like me, I don't like he's not really celebrating it. He's just kind of wanting it to be over with. Um so he's, you know, making the rounds, talking to people like, hey, you know. Be your best you. And uh <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like 
Yeah, I'm not saying that that's not wrong. I just I just like the way that it's just the idea that Wolverine giving out affirmations. Be be your best, you bub. <laughs> right. <laughs> that makes me laugh. I'm sorry. But uh, then we have Sabretooth, who has a bunch of other saber teeth. And it's not wrong. It's not wrong at all. I wish Larry would have explained it to me like that when he explained to me the whole saber tooth thing back like what like months ago. So saber got a whole bunch of saber teeth. But, they're like extra dimensional, I think, or multiversal. In any case, they're teaming up, and they all fucking hate Wolverine. So <laughs> they know it's his birthday, and as was their tradition, they are going to make sure he has the worst birthday ever by spelling out happy birthday and body parts of his friends. And uh, that is Boiler. Wolverine... Number forty-one. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That pretty much sums it up. Um, dude, great job, Jay. <laughs> great job. Oh man, say, look, I feel like that needs to be the name of a book. Saber teeth. <laughs> just a a book about multi-dimensional saber tooths. Yes, saber teeth. I would buy, like, I put that on my pull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Um, Oz, when's the last time you read a Wolverine book before I, this? I wouldn't remember. He's in so many books. Yeah. Like, right. I, I just read a right. random book and thought it was a Wolverine book. <laughs> exactly. Which is. Honestly, which was part of the reason why you know you were talking about Spider Boy earlier. Oh, why I was like, in Spider I, in Spider Man books because like like you know being an X Men fan, it's like, and being a guy that's like not a huge Wolverine fan necessarily because well you know when you talk about oh I see our character everywhere it's like no no like Wolverine is everywhere like <laughs> Spider Spider Boy is all over Spider Man it, books. I mean, like, if, Wolverine will show up in friggin' Power Pack. But by that logic, <laughs> House, of X, House and Powers of X, right? Right, yeah. Thing? So, yeah, so you haven't read a, a Wolverine like a, a solo or a focused Wolverine book in a minute. So, what what was your take on this book? I'm curious because you know, like, not necessarily having been like on the journey with what was what's going on with Wolverine lately. I don't think I like the saber teeth. Okay. <laughs> like, I I understand why this world saber tooth is going after Wolverine, but I don't understand why all the other saber teeth are helping him. Or mm -hmm. why this saber tooth even feels like he needs other people to help him fuck with Wolverine, when that's what mm -hmm. he's been doing basically his whole adult life, is messing right. with this one dude. Well, right. the last time, you know, from somebody who does read Wolverine books, the last time he tried to do that on his own ended up in the death of Sabretooth by Jeff Loeb and Simeon Bianchi like 10 years ago. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah, nice. that, that is true. But but also too, in fairness, like don't get me wrong, like Sabretooth, of course, always has a hard on for Wolverine and wants to make his life miserable because that's Sabretooth, right? But the the main push, like why there's a team of saber of saber teeth, I guess I gotta say, <laughs> I gotta do it right. Like why there's a team of saber teeth <laughs> is because uh, he wants to get revenge on Krakoa. So it's not like he was like, oh, I need you all to help me jump Wolverine. He was like, we're gonna go fight the island of mutants. <laughs> so so think about it like that. Like if you're gonna go fight. Not like not just the X Men. I'm. We're gonna go to this island so full of mutants and them? kill every mutant on the island. You want it? You you're like I can't do that on my own. I need to have like a crew. So well, there was that's a whole for the saber teeth is my. Well, point. there was a whole the, there was a whole series that details that right, Larry? With the there was like yeah, this kind, but it was like. Or it was what was it like the exiles, but with Sa saber tooth and the exiles, yeah, yeah, yeah and, so he's and been, like he's helped them do shit on their universe and shit, and then he's been collecting them too. So they owe him to a degree, yeah. I, I, I mean, like honestly, it's definitely more. At least if I'm remembering right, it's definitely more of like a an alpha, a bloodthirst, like pack kind yeah. of thing where like like. You know, they didn't just fall in line behind him. It was like he he dominated. forced him, or yeah, he dominated and proved himself to be like you know the alpha saber tooth. And so they're like, okay, well, there's we, there's we a lot of weird things to me. It's weird, yeah. What yeah. what's happened? Like his conversation with X twenty three. I I understand it. It makes mm -hmm. sense. But when when you're actually reading the conversation, mm -hmm. I like I'm thinking, okay, so this this dude's about to die. Like he's he's giving mm -hmm. that he's giving that talk right. to people. I uh, I was, and this is probably just me, mm -hmm. but when he's talking to Dakin, mm -hmm. he, he was calling him Hinodu or whatever. I'm like, yeah. Dakin, what is he? Like, is it, is this another kid? What the hell? Like, and then the claws come out. No, that's fucking Dakin. What? I didn't yeah. realize that was his name. <laughs> that was yeah. his name is his Japanese name. Right. Yeah. You but, didn't know, that? huh? You didn't no, know I just know him as Dakin. Okay. And then I'm yeah. used to him with like the mohawk and not like the, the slick back yeah. thing that he had going on. Plus, he's wearing clothes, so I can't even see the tattoo. The only thing right. I had was the, when the claws pop out, I'm like, well, those are those are Dakin's claws. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That was yeah. the first come out before even dialogue. Like, right. And that's, I'm looking at the character thinking that's Dakin, but like he keeps calling him something else. He looks yeah. different. I'm starting. Wolverine at this point is well, like a couple hundred like, years you old. Never He's had a lot of kids. You never watched the cartoon? Like he called Lady Deathstrike by her like God-given name, like in the cartoon. Like that's what Wolverine <laughs> does. The people he loves. Yeah. Wolverine don't love nobody. No, he does. That's his problem. That's why he's always hurt. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, yeah. that's what gives Sabretooth power. <laughs> what gives, gives Sabretooth power is that Wolverine loves people. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, Sabretooth could just kill him, and he wouldn't. Wolverine wouldn't give a fuck. I didn't think Dakin could be killed that quickly. Uh, well, no, you know that that's a, a red herring. Like, you know, he'll be back. Like, yeah. It, like, um. Oh, go ahead. No, no. It, you go ahead. No, I mean, I was actually going to come to you next anyway, though. So, yeah, yeah like I, I was just going to ask you your thoughts on on the book. And like you know what, well, yeah. 
the book has started the most violent Wolverine book there is, and it's not like mm-hmm. it's just not like it's violent just because of the last page. But that's you know Disney Marvel, you know. <laughs> hey, you do get that Biclops scene, but again, but they don't even show that really. Like he just says it, and you see it, you know, like you see it in your head, but you're not seeing shit. All you're seeing is a splatter of red and lettering. Oh, yeah. no, I mean, they do cut to the other side, and you see that he's like his yeah. head is split down the middle. Again, uh, I've seen you know from somebody you 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 talk you asked about people that read like when's the last time you read a Wolverine book? Like, right? I've been reading volume one since the pandemic. Like, I read an issue a right. day, you know. So, right, I'm reading, and some of those are like you know you got that era where like when like. What is it uh those, those uh the, those uh, what's the shit the fucking and no the, well the death wish movies when those were big like then you have like the oh. death wish type <laughs> the the you know the 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 uh Clint Eastwood type Wolverine stories you know with yeah the, so you, those were a lot more violent and they were a lot more uh disturbing and not in the violence more in the psychological shit because it was before he had his origin before he knew what he was. And mm-hmm. there's people fucking with his head. He doesn't know what to. Uh, he had to leave the X Men. Like in that series, in Volume One, he had left the X Men in a sense because he couldn't tell if they were fucking with him as mm-hmm. like an illusion or you know like people that think they love him. Like he didn't know if it was real people they love him, and he didn't know why he was afraid that uh, of people loving him. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it turned out it's because of Sabretooth. Yeah. But uh, uh, so you know, this comes this comes full circle here <laughs> with some of that shit, and uh, mm-hmm. and it's like, but him being available, like being ready, it's like everybody's like, yeah, we could just wait till midnight. It's like, no, 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 I'd say it now because it's like I, <laughs> I know uh, he's almost telling me like you're gonna die, you know, like I, I, don't, I can't protect all of you. I can't be, even, despite being in every book. I can't be everywhere at once. <laughs> Which I thought that was like a funnier thing in this book where it's like, come on, man. Like you can you could you could be in every book. You could you could stop this. But you know, it's a bunch of saber teeth. And uh, you know, it, it, I I love the moment with him in, in docking uh because it's just something that you you when I was reading a lot of docking stuff was in the Wolverine Origins book, uh that it, it was like you know i think it went ran for 50 issues and then he went into the dark rain stuff mm-hmm. and so he became totally uh, against wolverine so i never mm-hmm. saw that really like reconcile or him even accept him <laughs> as, as his mm-hmm. kid in the sense like where they could just mm-hmm. be you know and you know having my dad here with his googly eyes and the you know that that hit me a little bit. So, uh, Larry, why you cover your face like that, man? I'm expressing myself, man. Like you shaming me? Yeah, I'm not shaming you. <laughs> if I want to, googly eyes. Yeah, I put googly eyes on them. So, like, hey, guys, I, you know. But anywho, uh, but that that's but again, it's this comics is not me. Um, but yeah, so I I did enjoy uh, reading this book this way, but it was. It was not the most violent Wolverine book I've ever read. Gotcha. It's, not, it's not a. It's a good starting. Like it's like mm-hmm. I, I'm happy to see that all the Sabretooth War books happen in Wolverine. So it's like I know what I'm gonna be. I'll put a pull list for the rest of the year or whatever next four months, and mm-hmm. 
and get a bunch, you know, I'm going to be reading Wolverine now. Yeah. It It's interesting because I know for myself, I'm like, and I guess this has kind of like been a theme here where from my perspective, I'm like, okay, like if somebody's reading Wolverine, but just Wolverine, I feel like there's definitely like some questions that people would have and rightfully so in regards to like what what's happening here and why right like don't get me wrong like it, it tells you it, it like it gives you a little bit of background in regards to like oh, okay Sabretooth was thrown into the pit and escaped from it and so he hates Krakoa for that but it's like the and you know this book is is co-written it's a uh, Victor Laval and Benjamin Percy, right? Which Benjamin Percy's been writing Wolverine, you know, I think pretty much throughout the Krakoa era. Uh, he's been writing that and X-Force, which, you know, both of those books were kind of like, you know, companion books. And then Victor Laval has been doing, like he did that, like Sabretooth came out with a limited series. Um, I don't remember how long ago that was now. Like, I don't know if it was like a year ago or maybe like a year and a half. And then he had a follow-up with the Sabretooth and the Exiles, which Well, he did the... Is where... Percy, hmm? he also did the... Was it the Weapons of Vengeance crossover? Yeah, because I think he's also doing Ghost Rider as well. I think yeah. he writes Ghost, the Ghost Rider book. So, yeah, he they did do the Weapons of Vengeance um, together. I, I just bought it. Okay, <laughs> but but um, but Victor Laval, like the the whole multi dimensional saber tooth thing, was from that last uh, saber tooth and the exiles book, and and I will tell you, like both those saber tooth series are actually really good, and it it definitely like adds some depth to saber tooth in a way that is kind of surprising, especially considering like you know it's like. Sabretooth's been around forever, you know? Um, but I'm just like, I, I read those books, and so I have a, a firm grasp if I think of, of what's happening and why in this book. But I'm just like, if you haven't read those Sabretooth books, I kind of feel like you're just like, like, I mean, which one thing that I was kind of thrown off by that I was very surprised by all of you here, I was like, this dude has an army of Sabretooths without heads. That just follow him, and I was like, "Y'all were just like, okay," and I'm like, well, "Hey, that's cool." I, I told guess. you I read the Simeon Bianchi Jeff Loeb Death of Sabretooth. Like, that's par for the course when you read that. Wait, what? Because that's how you, you like he used the Muramasa blade to take off their to take off Sabretooth's head. Uh huh. And that's I figured that Saber if Sabretooth's gonna dominate a bunch of people. And, you know, he's gonna have to do that. He's gonna have to take, but they're walking around behind him though. Yeah, yeah, because he got the collar shit, like the you know the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, the cool. Art, art, like, art, we're just like hey, it's comics, right? Well, well, I know, I know. Like for example, to get to get a hold of somebody, some saber tooth that you don't like, if you can't kill him, but then there's the the, the I mean there's the dominance collar shit, like we we you know shit we saw with Planet Hulk and. With mm -hmm. the shit on, on uh, uh, what is it, a fucking Genosha, you know? So it's like, 
Yeah. And like once I saw a design around their neck and severed heads, mm-hmm. like, all right, yeah, Muramasa blade or just straight, straight up saber two claws and, and then mm-hmm. put that on there. And then he's, he's walking around, you know. There it is. Okay, cool. See, and that's Krakoa's it. I guess you know, for me, anyway. so it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, on the multiversal level with Krakoa, it's gonna get like that. <laughs> See, I know for me, I would have totally been like, where are these people? What are these saber tooths? Where they come from? What's going on with that? You know, but yeah, okay. Like that's me. Like sometimes I get caught up in the details. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Jay, how'd you feel about the art, man? I thought it was okay. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't have too much, yeah, like it, it was okay, okay, like it didn't what? strike me any particular way. I mean, I did, I actually did like the last page with the happy birthday, mm-hmm. um, that was fun, yeah, but uh. Yeah, the art was fine. Like it did its job. I recognize Laura. And that's all I ask from a Wolverine book. Is is Laura? Is that I recognize her. Oh, okay. If she's there. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Like I don't know <laughs> Dakin did not even know that was Dakin until I said it. Um What about when the claws came out? I mean, Wolverine hangs out with people with claws. Like, <laughs> if there's one thing about Wolverine I know. It could have been Spike. Like, his people have claws. Right. So, yeah, I, I didn't know who that was. Um, And I don't need, like, he's not even there anymore. So, He'll be you know. It is what it is. If I could recognize Laura if she's there, then that's what I require of a Wolverine book. That's fair. I will say that I, I really did like the cover. I got I got it here. This so class people can see it. Yeah, yeah. No, that joint, you know, I mean I really wish it's, uh, kind of it's a cutout card like where the saber tooth was like etched out. On the, you know, remember how like saber tooth number one? Remember the red one where like you flip it and it's like oh, it's cut out because yeah. it's that same, same font as that saber tooth number one. Where like was yeah, it, like Bill Sikowitz that did it, like that book. Yeah, such a good book, and it was only four yeah. issues, but all the covers were like etched out, like you know, back when comics would make money, they could do that. Right, <laughs> right, and that's Lionel Francis Yu that did that cover, so. Mm-hmm. With what's yeah. his name? Those uh, Romano or the other the colorist? Because uh, he, you got to get that through props too, because that's what really yeah. like separates. Yeah, them. no. The, you mind if I show the people? Great. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Hold on. Let me. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That one. That was a shit. I love that font. That's Comic Craft font too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, so good. I still have that. They should somewhere. do. Yeah, they they should do that book uh, when they do the multiversal when the saber teeth. Yeah. Just put, <laughs> put the E's like that. 
Oh, yeah, so... man. Uh, but um, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Oz? How'd you feel about the art? It was good. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was sold to me as the blood, like not bloodies or whatever. However, they refer to it, and I think Mo's right. The most violent Wolverine story ever told. Yeah, could have been more. I, I think they just, it was just that last page that they really. No, this is only part one. Right, that's true. Of the story. Like, like and, yeah. and I will say for, for part one, I mean, there was a lot of violence. Like, like they, a person literally gets ripped in two by a saber tooth. I mean, I, I saw, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I watched Wolverine take on a whole, like, Russian armada to get at Epsilon Red. And it's like, like that was one issue, and that was only like three pages of issue, and he literally plowed through like Cold War so- soldiers, like sliced them like mm-hmm. butter, you know. Yeah, but was there a Captain America saber tooth there? No, but was a school bus full of kids that he may or not have killed. It's just we don't know when in his psyche he killed them, but they were driving him to the base, and he had to sit there with their mangled bodies and shit. <laughs> because he's he's being tortured by his own psyche. Ah, fuck that Wolverine was it like forty nine through fifty one? That those three issues are fucking. It's a fucking masterpiece, man. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. So, like, it it definitely like I will say when I saw that on the cover, I was like, that's bold. Just because, yeah. Not only are Wolverine comics like notoriously violent but it's like there's so many of them and i'm like even people that work in the comic book industry i'm just like you you're gonna have a hard time convincing me that you've read every wolverine comic that's been out there (laughs) to 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 and 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 gauge its level of violence in order to make to ensure that your comic is the most violent (laughs) like i'm like nah I don't think that's probably true. <laughs> like, you're gonna well, have who, to like, you gotta convince me. Just that Christmas special, like I forget what number it is, but Rob Williams wrote it, and it's like he's literally like they hire Wolverine to do like uh, security detail for like a Paris Hilton type of person while she's doing mm-hmm. her Christmas shopping, and then mm-hmm. she's targeted by this group that of like hijadists or some shit. And they lock oh, down geez. the mall, and he has to do essentially like a diehard with Wolverine in it. But yeah. it's you know, when you think of diehard, but with Wolverine in it, it ain't, there's no crawling through uh, crawl spaces. <laughs> it's like You're it's right. Mushing, right, it's mushing on chunks of people. <laughs> you know, right. Like, he's like he, right. Just, he just puts her on her back, and she's like, he's like, shut the fuck up. And then he's like, they they come at her and they just shoot at her. And he's like, he puts her on her back and just takes all the shots. And then he's like, when they they got to reload, he's like, makes nagiri out of them and shit. Like, oh, <laughs> makes sushi geez. rolls out of these motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> you have time to say yippee kaye because he's already like, <laughs> yeah. You're Versus, talking about the 2006 Wolverine special. Right. That sounds about right. What's the cover look like? Is it all snow? No, I, ju- I just see the title. Oh, okay. Um, under Rob Williams, Wikipedia. Rob Williams, yeah, that's it. Yeah. They bring him. 
to bring that up specifically. Yeah, that it's a the shit's a fucking masterpiece, and it's fucking super, super fucking violent too. Like every page is him slicing somebody into pieces. Yeah, every panel, you know. And I, I maybe yeah. it's not as violent because it's not a bad guy doing it. I don't know if that like justifies it. For me, violence is violence. And, no, but, no, no. I mean, uh, like Wolverine is violent. Maybe, Everyone knows that. But you know, again, like you know, he. In order for this, I feel that this book, in order for the violence to really hit, in terms of relation to Wolverine, he had to show affection for people, you know. And that's part of it. I get that. That's the shit with uh, with uh, what is it? The whole shit he had with fucking uh, Silver Samurai, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, Yuriko and all those, and even uh, was a Shadow Fox or whatever, like the the new mm-hmm. chick with saber with saber tooth, you know. Like mm-hmm. they actually uh, show that here. So it's like, it's always when he cares about people that you get a lot of violence that isn't, you know, justifiable. <laughs> yeah. <And> like, <laughs> right. But even here, it's like you got, you're going after Duckin, uh, even fucking was it Quentin Guire? Like, you know, he's, he's working. Like, he's, he knows mm-hmm. he's on the job. He knows he's going to get killed. He can get killed. I don't have, I don't feel sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for Duckin. I don't feel sorry for Laura. You know, like, it's like they're on the job. They're X Force. Yeah, they're the killer squad. Like they know it's like it live by the sword, die by the sword. So yeah. it's like that violence doesn't even jar me in terms of a Wolverine comic, as it would if it was like, you know, him not being an innocent in, person. Him not even like in that Christmas special. Him not even failing to to protect her would be mm-hmm. like a, a more dry, a, a bigger a hit of violence for me in a Wolverine book than what I saw here. Yeah. That's fair. So, uh, anything else y'all want to say about Wolverine number 41 before we do some ratings? Okay. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, like, I'm like, y'all can at least shake your heads. Everybody just freezes. I'm like, what is happening? Did I? I'm like, I'm trying to find the Christmas special. No, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I found the Marvel special, but I didn't find the Wolverine special. It might be. It, 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 yeah. So, um, give me one second, Jay. I think. I'm like, look. Good luck. There's so many Wolverine books. Like, <laughs> no, and, and the thing is, I think that one because it was like it was an in between issue, not part of an arc. You're gonna get that in like a random, tra- like like uh, a blood and sorrow, like uh, uh, fuck. There's a trade paperback called Blood and Sorrow, and it's just like four random Wolverine stories where he fucks shit up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they're like, and, uh, I think that like it'll probably be put in a compilation of those and. Because they don't really connect, they're all standalones, you know. So, like, if you get a standalone anthology, it might be in there. But yeah, I, it, it's it was part of like in a Wolverine omnibus. I think it would be in like a volume three omnibus type, you know, before because uh, all this happened before, or uh, yeah, I think before Civil War. So all that stuff like gets collected into like a omnibus three or a volume three in types of in terms of Wolverine because I think it still had like the three hundreds number in it or something. So okay, yeah, it was like one of those where like you had issue like three seventy five, but then like 
the Christmas special came on too. And they do two, they do that story and they do the one where it's like he's like stuck in the gulag and they can't let him out. But the reason the way they can imprison him is by having like three anti-aircraft guns like shooting at him 24-7. Oh yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. And then he eventually gets out by saying, Hey, hey, guy, you got a daughter, right? <laughs> and he fucks with the guy mentally. And he's like, Yeah. He's like, what do you think they got me here for? Like guy's like, I don't know. Like, and right when he's like thinking about it, like, yeah, hey, you don't seem so bad. He slices his head off and gets the fuck out. <laughs> so great. Again, a violent ass. Like literally, he's turning into ground meat every fucking panel. And you're telling me this is the most violent Wolverine story? Well, yeah. at the same time, like it's like Jay said, it is issue one. And yeah. technically, we haven't seen Wolverine commit any violence yet. So it's yeah. like when Wolverine sees what gets done. Maybe we, maybe we will get oh, totally. some. I mean, hyper violent Wolverine, I mean, but we'll see. I mean, I mean, the only thing is like, I the thing that for me where I'm like, is it really going to be the most violent Wolverine story? Is like you're, you're telling it like in the Wolverine comic, like in like the mainstream Wolverine comic, yeah. like you know. So I'm like, how far can you really go? Like I understand, like you know, it's not like we're doing like comics code and all that kind of stuff, but. Like, I don't even feel like this book had like a mature rating on it or anything. It just says not for kids, right? But yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Jay, what would you rate Wolverine number 41, buddy? I would give it a four. Um, I enjoyed the violence that was there. And I'm really happy that it's just one book. Uh, when you said like all the Wolver parts, yeah, I mean, just gonna be a Wolverine. Like, mm -hmm. I wasn't going to hunt down a bunch of different books, like, that wasn't gonna happen. But I might read Wolverine for these next 10 issues. Wait, is it 10 parts? Yeah, oh, Jesus, uh, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I didn't realize it was gonna be ten. Like, wow, this will be a, a war for real, huh? Okay, I said I'm getting <laughs> Wolverine for the next year. Yeah, that's I look. I he I heard you say it, and I was just like, I don't know why. In my mind, I'm like, I don't know why it's go by for the whole year. It's like it's probably only gonna be like five issues, right? But I would be wrong about that. It is, yeah, that's pretty much till the end of the year. Jesus, wow. Um. I already just yeah. got the Benjamin Percy trade paperbacks too. I'm I'm just in here like I'm like the Kokoa era is gonna be done before this war is, I guess, right? So well it all takes place between that too. Like it's it's like right during so it yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's it true. takes place before the fall of House of X. Yeah, fall of House of X and Rise of Powers of Ten. So, yeah. Okay. Oz, what would you rate Wolverine 41, buddy? I think four sounds about right. It, it's interesting. Uh, it makes me want to read the rest, but I'm not. <laughs> and that's fair. You're just like, hey, like, yeah, or I mean, I wasn't, you, why, why won't you read the rest? Why won't you read I, the I was, rest? I wasn't reading Wolverine books before. I'm not going to start now. Gotcha. Nice. I'm yeah. sure. Look, Mo's mentioned way more interesting Wolverine books than this one, and I'm not picking them up. 
but you should. Got it. So, I know like, I should, but I won't. They're tight. <laughs> There's a lot of things I should do that I'm just not going to do. <laughs> There's that one issue that's like Ages of Apocalypse where he's like in the Fantastic Four. Where it's him, the Hulk, Spider-Man, and Ghost Rider. But it's not yeah. the, uh, the classic one. They did two classic ones, the, the Reserve Team. And then they did another one that takes place during one of the Ages of Apocalypse. And that yeah. one's just, and it's only one book, and it's tight. And yeah. I don't think you could. I mean, unless they did a Ages of Apocalypse trade paperback, I don't think you can get that anywhere. I don't even know if Marvel Unlimited does it. Marvel, you know, want to sponsor us? Give us a, a <laughs> description. I'll tell you what you can and can't find. There it is. Mm-hmm. Most Magnum, what would you rate? Wolverine 41. Ah, this is a four, man. I, I've been looking for an excuse to read Wolverine regularly. And uh, this mm-hmm. is this this gives at least for the next 10 months, this is it. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm in four out of four. Okay. Oops, yeah. What up, Burr? Uh yeah, Wolverine 41. I'm gonna give it a four too. Uh it was, yeah. I mean, honestly, I will say to you that uh for my money, like this, and I, I'm speaking specifically of like ongoing series. This has been my favorite, like ongoing series for Wolverine. Um, and I know that's controversial, but yeah. it's like the but because Wolverine's had a lot of, I mean, obviously a lot of series, yeah. and you know, like none of them have really been. Or I won't say none of them, but very few of them have been like low quality. But for my money, like you know, like it always felt to me like there was no reason to have a solo series for Wolverine other than he's popular. And you know, sometimes those stories are good, and sometimes they're not. Huh? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just making noise while you say that because it's. I mean, I can see why you you say that, but it's yeah. not like like. I literally talked to you about him being ferried by a school bus of like dead people that he's killed and tormenting Mm -hmm. him on his way on a mission. And it's like, that shit's super like, I mean, you're dealing, especially back then, like you you didn't have PTSD understanding like we do now, but going back, those are, those are really interesting stories for Wolverine because he is a victim of PTSD. Not only that, Mm -hmm. but also like uh, mind tampering and gaslighting and all this Mm -hmm. shit aside from the physical abuse. And it's like, and then, you know, they want him to save the world. (laughs) And keep keep in mind that, you know, some of those, like you're, you're, you're right in that sense. And, you know, there might be like some Wolverine books that I might appreciate more. Yeah. Not all older age. Yeah. 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 You know, that I might appreciate more now than I did like when I was younger, but uh, you know, this book felt like it had a very specific reason that, you had Wolverine uh, telling stories on his own. Yeah. And like the, the, like, I think what I liked about it is that Wolverine in, in this uh, run here is almost like, I don't even know what the right terminology is, but he's basically like um, the, the uh, soldier that fights for like the utopia that he knows he can't live in, you know? And that like, is kind of like the theme where it's like, 
like you know like because you actually have Krokoa and that's like an ideal and it's like yeah this is this place where we all get along and Wolverine's like that's not for me you know it's like I want that for my for my people but that's I, he knows like he's like I can't I can't live there so that's the beauty let me be other place everywhere he's ever been <laughs> yeah but yeah but see but that's the thing where yeah, doesn't the Krakoa is a bigger more ideological but but he's always like even you know being part of the X-Men like that like yeah. you know, he has to find his, his spot and it's like an X-Force you know and see but and, that's that's the thing where I guess for me I'm like I get that that's how what they he feels but it's like that's not real like it's like dude like these people love you just chill out you know, <laughs> like you know, it's like, like there's no reason you can't just be at the mansion and be good. It's like you just that's you deciding, making a choice. You're like, ah, oh, I've got to be grumpy, you know, <laughs> you know. But on on Krakoa, it's kind of like, oh, okay, it's a little different. Where it's like, mm, you know, but I, like I said, it maybe maybe it is just because it scales up, it makes more sense to me. I don't know. Derek H, what's Derek H saying? He said, "Is there a book about Logan trying to bang a teenage rogue?" Or Kitty Pride. Uh the one of the books I did mention earlier is that like that's one of the attacks where he's like the the sexuality comes into play and it's like the girls coming on them and it is one of those I don't think they use an actual uh X-Men they actually might have where he's like and it, it, he just looks at them like you know like they all are too young for him because he's like a hundred and fifty. Yeah, so it's right, like right. he's like he's beyond that in that sense where it's, it, it and this was back in like the '80s where he's like, ah, like it's like at this point I just want you to make the right choices on who you choose. Like I, I get more gratification from you know me protecting you than the actual physical act, you know. And it, part of it's because he's all fucked up too. So it's like yeah. it, the, the the urges fuck with him because it is like kind of like he's animalistic, but it's like I don't it's something that he chooses not to do because it's yeah. like even if they're 50 they're too young for him you know like but plus also Wolverine Wolverine like as far as I know like he's only had like one person that he's actually like loved yeah and and that was it and after that all everything else is like the only people he messes with is like casual sex type folks yeah yeah and it's or like he's on a mission and it's part of the mission you know yeah yeah. yeah, like James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Shadow Fox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Um but yeah. So okay. So cool. We got we got through. Um anybody anybody want to do any quick news stories before we go or we just we're you all ready to dip out? Yeah, uh, any, any quick ones they want to say? We do, uh, you know, uh, the good people. I, I'm sad Jay's not here for this, but the us, the good people at AEW, have secured Jason Aaron to write the revamp of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But we also have a new set of artists to do each of the first four issues. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that, but I'll tell you about it right now. Where's that? Ooh, I can give you a picture if you want it. Yeah, start with the picture, and I'll do the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, "That's pretty crazy," and you can—you'll be able to see it here. Uh, you'll be able to see it. So, yeah. Here's the the artist. 
Yeah, so number one is uh, Raphael is Jason Aaron with Joel Jones. Cliff Chang doing number three with Leonardo. Uh, Michelangelo is Raphael Albuquerque. And Chris Burnham with number four with Donatello. And uh, yeah, man. This was an amazing promo to me, too, because it's like you get to see like the art styles for each person. Yeah. And and I was like, dude, like it, like I'm so psyched for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so psyched for this. And then, uh, you know. On top of that, with uh, you know the book that we talked about, the the beneath the trees where nobody sees. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going into its third printing, thanks to us. Oh, right nice. Here. So, uh, check out that video. I'm actually gonna remember that I I wasn't here for that episode, so I made a little video. I'm gonna post that mm-hmm. tomorrow as a standalone video just to keep pushing the promotion of, of that because it's a really good book. I think they're on issue like four now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People's reactions, like looking at them on TikTok, like their reactions to the book is, is insane. I, I, I got to catch up on it. I will tell you that uh, I, I, a buddy of mine who doesn't normally read comics, uh, you know, checked in and, you know, just like asking me, he, he, you know, he always hits me up and asks me, like, hey, so, you know, I know your show's coming up. Uh, what what are you all talking about? And I told him about that book. You know, like even before we reviewed it, I just told him like what the premise was and that we're going to talk about it. And he went and bought the book and <laughs> has been reading it ever since. Oh man! Like that's how that's how good of a book that is. Where it was like just the premise alone intrigued him, and yeah. then. From then, like the book itself was enough. Like issue two came out, and he was asking me if I had read it already, and I was like, "No, actually, I have not." <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, man, you gotta read that book." We only pretend to like comics. We read the first issue, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But this this joint is uh, like I'm. I, I was already hyped for this series, but when I saw this, and I was like, "This promo." is so good and i was just like i love that um cliff chang leonardo right there but actually both cliff chang and chris burnham yeah like i feel like those two art styles are very reminiscent of like comic book ninja turtles but just like a a little bit like elevated you know no of course no shade on Eastman and Liar, because you know yeah. that's the OG. But what I feel is like I feel like they were trying to channel Eastman and Liar's style in yeah. these images here. And you know, again, I mean, uh, Albuquerque and and Jones here are killing it too. It's just yeah. a, a different interpretation. Yeah, you and know, so, you're the modern the modern take, yeah, yeah, right, like, right. The Joel Jones I love, like you know, Raphael's my oh, favorite. Looks one. so good. So seeing her do like uh Joel Jones do Raphael's book, I'm like, ah, that yeah. I mean I want yeah. her to do it. And then Raphael Albuquerque is gonna continue um like do the series yeah for the next arc. So yeah. uh so it's cool because I'm just like I mean I love Raphael Albuquerque's art as well, and that Mikey looks great. And so if that's what we're getting, you know, like First of all, just like this, these first four artists, I'm like, that's like a murderous row of amazing art. And 
then to be like, okay, then Raphael Albuquerque is going to continue with the next, the first or the next arc after that. And I'm just like, well, cool. Like, and if they rotate like these four through, that would be amazing, which I don't think that's going to happen. But if yeah. it did, like, sheesh, like, you're going to have some amazing Ninja Turtle comics, man. Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Lyre reminding us that the relaunch is not a reboot. The universe is still around. Oh, wait. So what what does that mean? Like, are they going to... This series is going to take place? It's still in the same universe. It's still in the same universe? Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. It'll be like your good starting point. Okay. Hopefully. I don't want to feel all behind. (laughs) He says the ongoing concludes with issue 150, then relaunches with number one with new writer and artist. Okay, damn. So that we do have to go back and read those other 150 yeah. issues. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, between Jay and I, like, you know, we got you covered. We're the, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll right. get copies because we're, you know, members of the board. Right. That's how we got Jason there. Yeah. And Ob Driver <laughs> doing uh, all the the PR. Like, hey, hire people we like. Yeah. <laughs> Like realistically, like you know, we talk about the distillery book. Like all those people are distillery people, <laughs> right? Like, they finish right. the books up there. They're like, okay, we're getting you know, right. distillery team, right? You know? Right. Uh, <laughs> I um, like that cheer. <laughs> X says, "You got to read comics." Ah, oh no. <laughs> uh, hey, well, we are talking about Kevin Eastman. He is launching a new series on Image, uh, I guess, in Skybound called Drawing Blood. The cover oh, doesn't I, look good. I wish I, I would have oh. produced it, but it, it but it was part of a Kickstarter and they they got the, the maxi series picked up by Skybound. So that, that's coming down. And uh he got a couple it's a Eastman creation, but it is uh he's got a team working on it so that he doesn't have to do it. Uh okay. I think I have the names here. Um it's uh uh, writer David Avalone, he wrote Bat Wheels and Elvira, and then artist Ben Bishop, who did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin, The Aggregate, and then uh, Troy Little, who did uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and R- Rick and Morty. And uh, those that that Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and that Rick and Morty, I like, but Rick and Morty mm-hmm. is stylized, so you know, it's made to look like Rick and Morty. But that fear and right. is good, and then that last Ronin is good. So the cover itself, I, I like when I saw it, I wasn't a fan of. But you know, we'll see. It's a uh, we'll, we'll see what the story holds, and you know, we'll see what it, what he comes up with. But yeah, that should be coming out in uh, April twenty fourth, so you can start hitting your comic book shop for that drawing blood. You know, also be, uh, Kindle, Apple Books, and Google Play. So you can find them there. Cool. Yeah. Anything else before we get out of here? I think that's it, man. Can All we right. Wrap up music. Let's do it. Jay had to run, so yeah. someone uh, will have to. Pretend to do his final thought. I hate it because it's like, <laughs> where is this outro? You, you hate what? I hate it because it's like you know we've been doing good about the time, and even with him here, and it's like, 
I'm like, oh yeah, let's add new stories too. <laughs> and then we, <laughs> then we did it. We didn't, you know, we didn't end on time. <laughs> right, right. It's all good. All right, uh, Oscor, give me some final thoughts, buddy. Uh, I just sent a new loot crate video. Yeah, to our QA department. So hopefully that'll be out in a few days. Nice. All right. Most Magna. Final thoughts. Yeah, uh, we got more videos like you said coming down the pike. I got one. A I'm doing a review of uh, what's that shit called? Uh, Conan on Titan Books. Believe it or not, Marvel gave up mm. on Conan, so Titan has it. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the word behind the barber chair. I know we're not supposed to talk about what you talk about in the barber shop, but it is Marvel just rented it out to Titan, and Titan's doing it now. But they got Jim Zub and Rob De La Tour doing it right now, and uh, Jim Zub is great. And we've talked to him on the show here. So, but luckily the you know the dude that works at Titan is like, oh yeah yeah, I work for Titan. Like, oh. Hey, 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 hey. So let's get uh let's get some interviews going. So we might have some of that coming, hopefully, you know, unless you know my brother fucks it up. But anywho, <laughs> we'll 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 have there's there's at, least, at very least a review of the new Conan book off of Titan, and on a new platform called Omnibus. We'll give you a, a, a taste of what it is like to buy comics there. Now that Comicsology is dead. There it is. All right, cool. For the entire Fantastic Forum, we thank you so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. Please hit us up. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of. Uh, like and subscribe for friggin' all of our stuff because we need that help. So, you know, please. It really does help us out. It only takes a moment from you. So please do it. We do appreciate you. Uh, until then, we are the Fantastic Forum. Good night. <laughs>